Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. It is a phenomenal night here in the Stripes Hang Out. I am your host, Pastor Deron Shake Zorn, and we have a very special and dynamic guest in the studio with us tonight. And we are going to have a powerful, very dynamic discussion on today from her book, um, The Gift of Life. Nobody won it. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And so what I want you to do us tonight, before we dive into this dynamic um, conversation, and I introduce this powerful guest that we have in the studio with us tonight, I want you to go ahead and just share this broadcast on your social media platforms for us so that others can dive into this powerful conversation. We're getting ready to talk about the gift that nobody wanted, um, that your tears served a purpose, this dynamic book that the woman of God has written. And we know right here at the Stripes Hank out and it's bringing forth the voice and the heart of the scribes to individuals around the world yes this is your hangout spot for book lovers artists business owners and those who just want to be inspired in the company of the scribes you may unlock the scribe within you glory be unto god right here in the scribes hangout you get your first-hand information on the process strategies tips and tricks to writing you get the mind of the scribe as we discuss their project you get the opportunity to be in the know about new releases and what's hot in entertainment right here at the scribes hangout come out meet and greet and connect with the scribes right here at the scribes hangout and i'm telling you you don't want to um you want to engage 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 in this um broadcast amen as we are going to be discovering the gift that nobody wanted i'm telling you so go ahead and go ahead and share this broadcast on your social media platforms you can text somebody the information email somebody the information don't forget about the book clubs that you associated with the psalmist the playwriters the songwriters uh, um uh, all of your affiliations who can feed in and obtain um this information that is getting ready to be discussed on the night so that they can be empowered to unlock the gift that is on the inside of them glory be on to god we just bless god in this place in this episode of the scribes hang out again um we are hanging out with um somebody that you know god has just placed in the earth for such a time as this um she is a man a gift a jewel to the body of Christ, to the body of Christ. And on today, um, as we discuss her book, amen, um, you're going to get the opportunity um, to meet just how, what gift that God has put in the earth in her uh, to help others in discover the gift on the inside of them, to unlock, 
amen, and overcome their pain so that they may be pushed into purpose, moving in their destiny, moving in the very thing that God has called forth in their life from the foundation of the world. So I have a few questions before I get ready to introduce this powerhouse of the Lord. Are you looking to discover your gift, your purpose, your destiny? Are you tired of wondering? Are you tired of getting overlooked, misused, and abused? Are you in a place of uncertainty and just trying to find out, why am I here? Or do you have those thoughts in the back of your mind about the things that you have been through? And those things have been covering you up. That I'm telling you tonight is your night. Because tonight is a night of discovery. So that you can understand the why I went through what I went through. So that you can reposition yourself to be everything that God has called forth for you to be. And God has given this powerful woman of God the keys, the strategies, the solutions to help you discover the gift that you are from him to this world. Amen. I be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. I'm going to now introduce the dynamic woman of God. Glory to God. She is a native of Durham, North Carolina. She is truly a woman of God that was ordained as a minister of the gospel. At the age of 16. She is the wife of Chief Apostle David Restore Jr., presiding prelate of Kingdom Life International Fellowship of Churches Incorporation. And together they have two daughters and a son, Jashaley, Joy, and David III, and their dog, Julius. <clears throat> This powerful woman of God is a model example for education. She has received the following degrees. A Bachelor's of Art in Child Development from North Carolina University. A Master of Science degree from North Carolina Central University. A Master of Theology degree from Isaiah College of Seminary. And a Doctoral degree in Philosophy in higher education leadership from Capella University. The prophetess serves as over three campuses for Strayer University in Falls Church, Virginia. 
God has elevated this woman of God in her professional career through advancement to now. She is currently the academic dean at Strayer University in Washington, D.C. She has been instrumental in overseeing various departments within the ministry. She has assisted. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. She has assisted ministries with implementing variable variable children's tutorial programs within several ministries and has had the opportunity to oversee various departments. On October the 10th, 2015, she was installed as the executive pastor of Dominion Cathedral Ministries located in District Heights, Maryland, where her husband, Chief Apostle David Restor Jr. is senior pastor. She is the founder and president of a Momentum Women's Ministry called the Spiritual Daughters Movement. This movement has empowered, encouraged, and equipped women God around the country to reach their in the body of Christ. She is very involved in community activities and has a desire to move people toward discipleship, spiritual maturity, through worship, ministry, and edification. She is a new public author of the book titled The Gift of Life Nobody Wants. The gift of life that nobody wants is a servant leadership approach designed to help women understand the rationale of the gifts of pain, devastation, rejection, and the purpose of tears. This book offers spiritual nuggets and strategies needed to triumph over years of pain. The gift of life is written from the perspective of a woman who had to learn how to fight through the tears and overcome obstacles. Dr. Resto has a charge and mandate by God to teach and preach the gospel. She teaches that life is a vast opportunity of unlimited possibilities with the Lord. And one of her favorite scriptures. <laughs> if God be with us, who can be against us? Romans 8 and 31. I welcome or we welcome to describe, hang out, none other than the prophetess, Dr. Rochelle L. Rousseau. Welcome, powerful woman of God. God bless you. God bless you. I'm so elated to be on the Scribe Hangout with you. So I am just elated, and God bless you to all of our um, viewers and hearers that's on with us tonight. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. It is such an honor to have you with us, powerful um, woman of God. And I'm just so ready to just dive into um, this book. Amen. That God has just given on 
to you the gift of life that nobody wanted. And so um, as we dive into this interview um, on tonight, I want to first, my first question to you, um, woman of God, was, is what is the story behind the title? That's a, a very, very good question. And um, what, um, what I'm doing at that phase when I began to birth this um, book was that I was experiencing um, going through a time in my life when I was a single mother, and I remember um, experiencing um, being working on my doctoral degree and in a place where um, I was having a period um, in my life. I was an educator on a teacher's salary um, in the school system, and I was just, you know, your body it can handle a certain amount of, uh, and level of stress. But I felt like that I was in a place where I could not handle the stress that became overbearing in my life. Um, and so I remember um, in the store, and, and I remember um, just walking around, and I said, like, why am I in this place called pain? It seems that I just could not get over, um, I could not get over uh, people hurting me. I felt like a lot of people was walking in and out of my life during the time, and I, I just could not understand and the level of pain that I was experiencing um, and the weight of the pain. Um, and I felt like the pain was lasting longer than it should have. And so I was in this place called misery, in this place of rejection and oppression. And I was hearing sermon after sermon, message after message. I was watching conference after conference, prayer line after prayer line. But I felt like the information was becoming so distorted, you know, how to really deal with that pain. And so the Lord began to let me write notes, and I began to um, write notes on napkins and began to put all these pieces together and use the power of the pen and didn't realize that the pen had a... And while I was in and suffering from an identity crisis and trying to feel, figure out what do I do with the wilderness wounds and the, the symptoms of the wilderness while I am going through it, through this process called pain. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. My God, you said a whole lot here, woman of God. I'm glad that we're going to address and that we're going to definitely talk about and dive in. But what I want to do right now for our audience, I want to take a brief break. Amen. But while we're taking a break, I want you guys to share this broadcast on your social media platforms because um, we're getting ready to dive. We're going to talk about these wilderness wounds. We're going to talk about this identity crisis. And we're going to definitely talk about the power of the pen right here at the Strive Corner. We will be right back in Jesus' name.
Never let me 
you had control right in the middle of it. Glory to God in the middle of it. Um, it is just such an awesome privilege to serve right in the middle of it, in the middle of the muck and the mire, the middle of the storm, uh, that he will come and cease it, that he will come and snatch you uh, right out of the middle of it uh, and bring peace upon you. Uh, glory to God. We will just listen to in the middle of by none other than the summit three. Amen. Glory to God. We bless God in this place. Hallelujah. In the middle of a situation or circumstances. Amen. Glory to God. Know that for our God because he will come right in the middle of it and set you free. Amen. Deliver you right in the middle of it. Amen. Continue to look to the hills. Well cometh your help which cometh from the Lord. We are back. We are back. We are tribes hang out. Well we are hanging out with none other than the Dr. Rochelle Rest. Oh, my God. Glory to God, this very powerful woman of God. It is such an honor and a privilege to have her hanging out with us on tonight. With us on tonight as we're discussing of life. Nobody wants. Before we went on break, the power woman of God was telling us about the story behind her book. And um, she brought out a couple of things that, that I just want us to talk about. And um, she was t- telling us about, you know, um, a, a portion of her story. How she was in pain and, you know, she was just going through life and even, you know, going to to church, being a career woman, but still had herself in a place where, you know, she in pain and, and, and in agony and things of that nature. And, um, amen. And in the middle of it, God began, um, to have power of the pen and, um, to, to, to begin to deal with the identity crisis and, uh, one and the wilderness wounds. So I want to start here. I'm um, with you prophetess. I want to start here. Um, you talked pen right so let us just have discussion give give us some insight on the power of the pen the power of the pen is it's not a concept in my book but it's a very powerful um, tool and strategy that could be used to uh, write down your thoughts and your downloads that you're experiencing uh, it's a place that um, where you are experiencing um, personal um, and and having some things going on on the inside of you and to have a voice to get that information outside of you. So what's going in has to have a, a channel or tunnel to come out. Sometimes when we hear of stories of broken marriages, relationships, and battles over debt and depression and low self-esteem and cyberbullying and jealousy issues. Sometimes we mishandle the word that's in our mind and the word does not 
have an opportunity to come out of our mouth. And so the Lord began to deal with me to, to help me understand my over matter. We have to have and I really had to do something with the word that the Lord gave me. And so one thing that the Lord um, let me know is that um, many of us have been accustomed to reciting the scripture, reciting passages, meditating, but we really don't know what to do with the word that the Lord has given to us and how to apply the word so that when the snake comes, does it rob us? of understanding and fulfilling the word that God gave us. Amen, God, Jesus, and amen, hallelujah. Glory to God, and I just, and that, um, the power of the pen is not something that she directly um, talks about in the book, but I just want her to point that out. That thing would definitely pull out the scribe on the inside of you. Um, I want to use this called the wilderness wound. Can you, um, and, and you use it, you know, throughout your book, can you just explain to the audience what is the, a wilderness wound and how do one acquire um, such a thing? Uh, amen. Thank you so much. And the wound in the wilderness, and I really feel the power of God even sharing about this piece, I call it the WWS syndrome. Is a very broad perspective, a biblical perspective that the Lord really birthed in me um, in the process. And as charming women, we have learned that the art of faking it until we make it. We have learned about pretending to dwell in the statues of being comfortable in the wilderness um, and helping so many professionals and spending a lot of time talking with counselors. And the Lord began to allow me to know that many people are suffering at identity crisis um, while they're having crisis at the same time. And what that means is that I was experiencing months, years, hours, minutes, and seconds dealing with pain. I was in the two different realms. I was in a natural realm, and I was in a spiritual realm, where my scars was intensifying. The inner wounds were too deep and embarrassing, even for the man to see with natural eyes. But in between the two realms, there was a battle going on in an earthly place. And the Lord began to let me know that sometimes we dwell between two realms where the scripture comes in that says, when I want to do good, evil is always present. And I really had to I begin to say, Lord, what do I do when I'm suffering in the wilderness? What do I do when I'm, I don't even know what to do with my own self? Begin to allow me to know that we had to go back to the garden, uh, to the uh, garden of Eden and look at Eve and how Eve was suffering silently in the wilderness. How Eve was dealing with wounds in the wilderness. How her position was stripped from her. And she came to suffer in silence. And how sometimes, like Eve, we are incubators. And our incubators have wounds in them that we never dealt with from our childhood. And so there has to be a place of exposure. There has to be a place of there has to be a place of deliverance where we can define who we are. We can see where we are, and we can get delivered right where we are. And we have to transition 
from the place of wilderness into a place called life, uh, the place of wilderness into a place called better. And so that's when we had to fight and, and, and look at ourselves and do some self-declarations. And the book talks about a little bit about um, what do I do when I'm in suffering with the wilderness syndromes of life and, and what are those symptoms, their pain, and how do I find the worshiper? How I've been stripped from everything and I'm naked before I, how do I heal this place? And, 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 and the Lord began to say that we really have to count the inner with me yet. Hallelujah, Jesus. I thank God for that. And the Lord said, you have to confront your fears. You have to deal with your weaknesses. Every step that you take, I will guide you. I will make your way per- per- perfect. I'm going to reveal the inside of you. Though you're in the wilderness, I'm testing your heart, your mindset. I'm showing you how to look up and not give up. I'm showing you how to move up. I'm showing you how to gird up. I'm pulling you up out of the wilderness for a setup in the kingdom. But I got to get you delivered from you. And so that gives you just an overview about the wilderness wounds syndromes that many of us um, deal with and able to play. And the Lord is going to let me know that you cannot believe in front of everybody. You can't be vulnerable in front of everybody when you're in the wilderness. But you can be vulnerable with me. You can admit the truth about who you are in life. You can walk in faith knowing that your future is in the hands of a loving God. And the Lord begin to let me this to get delivered out of your wilderness. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. My God, my God. Glory, 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 glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, we cannot longer fake it till we make it as faking it is just hindering us from moving in purpose and moving in our destiny. And the powerful woman, she said something um, very very vital as you know dealt with falsehood but she also dealt with amen that you can become naked you can become exposed amen um before living god so that you can be healed so that you can be set free so that you can be delivered so so many times um we find ourselves getting naked vulnerable amen um being exposed um, before the wrong people. And we get our wounds, those wilderness wounds. We find us ourselves in places where they are, um, where they get um, deeper, it get, um, a, get a deeper wound um, than what we previously had when we are becoming naked in the wrong places before the wrong people. Amen. But what I love, I said, if you call upon me, Amen. I will deliver you. Um, glory be unto God. We are talking right now. We have been discussing the first, um, just some um, different points that the powerful woman of God have in her book, chapter um, one, which is titled "Deliver Me from Myself." 
deliver me from myself. Um, and woman of God, I want to just quote something that is directly out of your book from this chapter. And it talks about, um, we often develop a pattern of habits that make us ineffective spiritually and still in need of being rescued from self-destruction. I, I just want um, you to give us um, some insight on that particular um, text out of the book. Thank you, Jesus. Doctor, are you with us? Where's mine? Glory to God, thank you. Amen. You are definitely here at the Scribes Hangout um, with your publisher, author, Pastor Ron Shay Zorn, none other than Rachel Risto on the line uh, in the broadcast with us on tonight. And we are definitely um, going over a book. We're going to get ready to take a break um, right here in the Scribes Hangout. We will be right back. Definitely go ahead and share this broadcast on your social media platforms. Remember, um, you can also um, send notes over or send um, information or any questions or comments that you may have um, for our author through the chat. Um, if you are the line or you would like on the line and speak directly to our author, you can dial 563-999-2090. Your access code will be 257851. We will be right back at the scribes. Hang out. Muted. Oh 
the Lord. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. We're blessing God in this place. Uh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Out of the, in the midst of depression and oppression and the midst of low self-esteem and uh, glory to God. Came some of us just right out of the fire, amen. Glory to God, thank you, Jesus. Uh, hallelujah, glory to God because of His faithfulness. Uh, uh, my God, my God, and so we gotta be excited to, to serve the amen. And that will come and pull us out of some mess, <laughs> pull us out of distress, amen. In the name of Jesus, glory be unto the Lord. Glory to God again. Welcome back to the Scribe Hangout. Um, with none other than your publisher, author, Sir Deron Shazone. And we have none other in the studio with us on tonight. Um, none other than Dr. Rachel Resto. Amen. And she have a powerful, powerful book that we are discussing on tonight. The Gift of Life That Nobody Wanted. Man, it's just absolutely powerful, absolutely powerful. Glory to God. This is a place, a time of discovering. Amen. Hallelujah. Reason why you went everything that you went through. Um, powerful woman of God. Before we left and went on break, um, we was looking at in your, um, that I would like for you to expound on. Um, it was it it reads: We often develop a pattern of habits that make us ineffective spiritually and still in need of being written. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Doctor, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Amen. Yes. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So we want we would like to discuss um here a statement that you wrote in chapter one. I'm sorry, deliver me from myself. And you wrote here, you said we often develop a of habits that makes us ineffective spiritually and still in need of being rescued from self found on that um for us today. Okay, and so what happened, um, and that that statement talks, you know, talking a little bit about um, getting the thing out of our own eye. And this is a kind of activity that I love to do when I do my seminars. Um, and it talks about what are some of the rescuers. And so, you know, everyone has a place in their life where they need to listen more. And, and so they can get those places that you need God to deliver you from. And every call on, I really want you to think about um, where you, what do you need God to rescue you from? You know, are you a damsel in distress? Are you dealing with depression? Are you dealing with, um, you know, bad relationships, being prideful, fear of giving or receiving love? Some of us are being tormented by bad dreams and nightmares and and mummering and, you know, sibling robbery, um, the spirit of accusation. And some of us are unorganized and dealing with fear, doubt, and unbelief and have a problem with um, submitting to authority. And so in that chapter, it talks a little bit about, you know, Lord, can you rescue me? Um, help me. 
I'm at a place in my life where I'm bitter, but I want to be better. I want to be more courageous. I want to be more successful. I want to be more um, powerful than you. And I know that the Word says all things work together for good to them that love who are called according to His purpose. But help me be justified in my purpose. Help me to define and identify my purposes and align my heart to be right. And the Bible says, builds our house. Well, a flea or a foolish woman tears it down. Sometimes we have been misguided. Sometimes we have devalued. Sometimes we have tears and, and we are in dark places that no one understands our purpose. And we really have to have God rescue us from us to help us identify who we are in our purpose. Amen. Bless you. Bless you, um, Dr. Resto. Thank you for just explaining on that for us. Um, I wanted us to a little bit in and um as you know, I love I love you talked about aligning, um having come in alignment within our hearts and you, you dealt with all things work together i want us to um talk about you in chapter two um which is titled it's all in your mind mind over matter mind matter and you did mention earlier um in the broadcast you talked about the mishandling of the word the mishandling of the of the word and you make this statement in chapter two what am I doing with the word that is in my mind? And um, and I, I want to hear your concept um, about that because even when I hear that statement, I read a particular statement, I still think about alignment and how important um, that the alignment, even when I'm in the heart, you know, just um, coming into a divine alignment with the word of God and how impactful that it could be. So I just want to hear um, your your thoughts um, about um, the mind and our mouth and the handling of the words um, and how important it is to handle, mm-hmm. rightfully handle the words that are given unto us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so um, in chapter two, which was a very um, difficult chapter, because it was dealing with being in between two realms, as I talked about in that first chapter. And I really had to um, think about, as women, um, we're very emotional. Um, the readers of the word, but sometimes we lack the spiritual, mental maturity and capacity to exercise the principles embedded in the word of God. And, and, and let's just think about this for a second, because sometimes we desire positions of authority. However, a flesh cannot handle the mandate and the assignment. And so we often fight um, very, very differently. And, and, and then what happens is, is that we become comfortable in our minds with, with Things I call a snake talk conversation that distorts our assignment that God has given us in the earth realm. Um, because the scripture clearly states, in two, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. 
For God, 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, For God has not given the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. But what happens is, is that our subconscious mind is so used to, to us with self-pity, being unappreciated, failures in our past, that we begin to think negative thoughts. And those impact our re- reality. And so um, I wrote in the book about how um, the subconscious mind automatically goes back to being negative, and you have to retrain your mind for the, to do the things in the will of God. And that's why the people comes and says that, that indicates that when we hear the word, someone is there always to snatch the word away from us because uh, you start getting worried. You start worrying about the cares of the world, and the word gets, becomes choked in us, and therefore it becomes unfruitful when God wants us to be fruitful and multiply. And so in that place, you constantly have a struggle going on with what's the spiritual realm and the natural realm, and you daily have to make daily declarations of what is going on in my mind. You know, that God is not moved by what you have or who you know. He's moved the things that enter into your mind, proceed out of your mouth, from your heart. And so that's why we have to refuse to reconnect with people who fill our minds with negativity, um, conversations, and those types of um, soul, ungodly soul ties. We have to retrain our mind to think the oracles of God, to live the oracles of God, to walk in God's truth, to praise God even in the place that you're in, and that God will hear your cry every day. And that's what it means about it's all in your mind. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And she made some, some very, very um, powerful statements about retraining our mind and causing our mind to just come into alignment um, with the word of God and, amen, feeding, amen, our mind with truth, the, the truth set free, amen, hallelujah, so you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free, amen, glory be the glory. Glory be unto God. Thank you, Jesus. It's all about alignment, alignment, alignment with God's word. Glory, glory. Glory be unto God. Thank you, Jesus. In the text here, and you kind of briefly, you talked about the sower, um, the parable of the sower, and you talked about um, even the different phases that um, that you know one can go through, and we know that in that particular in the parable, Amen. Um, the one that receives and believes is the one that um, that prospers, Amen. A hundred, Amen. A hundredfold, sixty, a hundredfold, mm-hmm. and you made statement here about becoming free of negative thoughts. And you said, um, unless 
we identify and let go of negative thoughts in our subjects, we will struggle with negative thought patterns for the rest of our lives. Um, I, I, I want us to, I want you to talk about the importance of positive thinking um, in our lives and the importance of um, getting rid of or disconnecting, disassociating um, ourselves from such environments that will keep us in the struggle of negativity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some, doctor, if you can also give some example of what are, what are negative thoughts, because you know we may have some listeners, you know, they have thoughts, but sometimes our norm. Um, sometimes our social norm may it, that could be it may not be negative because it's just actual environment, and so it's something that we do, we grow up in, and we just been around all the time. And so it's even though it's abnormal for some people, it's, it's literally normal. But even if we can just you know just hit on what what could be considered as negative thoughts. Um, I um, really comes to when you were asking this question is um, um, I was thinking about fatal attractions. Um, and um, um, we have such negative stereotypes on social media. Sometimes we negative stereotypes in our home environment and our workplaces that causes us um, sometimes to feel isolated and um, it causes us to forsake the call that we have to be peculiar in a, a sexual world. Um, and it causes us to act out of um, our own uh, comfort zone and different characters of um, backbiting and, and arrogancy and, um, and tactics of being sneaky. And sometimes we all have been in situations where um, feel like we need to live stereotypes to fit in. Uh, you know, we want to Christian women should always avoid huge women, but it seems like the sex we long for. Um, and the issue is that when we are in stressful situations, in stressful situations, uh, we can't have the makeup I love calling them. Um, you know, Delilah's interpretation um, uh, tried to entice uh, Samson to, to know where his strength, she tried to bind him and where his strength lies. Sometimes we have uh, Delilah's in the land try to hand Christopher ideas, strip us from our activity, um, try to put us in deep hits. They, they really provide a false security um, atmosphere. They pretend to protect you, but they're really not protecting you. Um, they are really coveting the things that you work so hard for. And, um, they're really to throw thorns in your flesh and the confidence to attractions. Um, uh, um, people or atmosphere this type of atmosphere that Try to have a consecrated lifestyle uh, to steal your right. They try to manipulate that spirits that 
that hate that God has inside of you. Um, they um, sometimes these atmosphere and people, um, they're robbers, they're thieves. They're trying to figure out where you keep going, you know, uh, you keep serving God, doing the will of God, um, and, and they're trying to keep you, handcuff you to the place that um, you cannot function 100% in your assignment. And so when we talk about that in that chapter, we have to identify these um, I call them the lot of land or fatal attractions or ungodly soul ties that we have life out in our lives, allow them to certain place and to speak in our hearts. Um, and, and we have to capture those type of people, those type of environments, and we have to rise up against the place of safety, knowing that God will rescue you. Know that, that there's fire, that has to be a fire, and that's the courage in your mindset that God can feed you even in your broken pieces. But you can't allow these fatal attractions to make you have an identity crisis in this season. There has to be a triumph of grace that arises in you that makes you get rid of all the fatal attractions. You are a prisoner of the Lord, not a prisoner of snake power. You know, you, you can't allow these type of environments to get you. Amen. To, to, uh, they have words sweeter than honeycomb, and, and, and their words are so smooth that it makes you doubt what God says that you're supposed to be. You know, we're not barren women. Amen. We're fruitful women. We're the incubators of God, and, and God has seeds in us, and he wants us to to prosper. He wants us to walk in our inheritance and walk in forgiveness, uh, you know, and forgiveness and, 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 and have the power of prayer. And, 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 and so we really have to counteract those voices um, and, and put the Word of God out there and break soul ties and break the, the bondage that Delilah's trying to release in the land and in our lives. Amen. Blesses the men who walk not in the ungodly, nor stand in the sinners, nor sit in the um, glory to God. Thank you. It is okay. It is just absolutely okay, absolutely for your benefit um, to, to come out of environments not conducive for your purpose, for your destiny, for that in which God has called for and your life so that you will not be robbed. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, of that which God has so diligently planned for you. In the name of Jesus, glory, glory be unto God. Thank you, Jesus. And that's, that's going to shift us over into um, your third chapter. God can use the broken pieces. God can use the broken pieces. And you know, as I was um, reading and digesting um, of wisdom given to you on dealing with the broken pieces here, um, I, this you have it's quite a few things that I love to hear your mind, your thought on mm-hmm. that I think would just be so beneficial for the people because so many times we think that we're unusable. 
um, that we use, um, you know, in places and the things that we within our wilderness experiences because of wounds that we've acquired in the wilderness that we feel that we are damaged, um, that, that we're damaged that is not usable whatsoever. And so, um, you know, even when I came upon the title, I'm like, man, this is powerful. And, and then I'll talk a little bit later about things that just really came across my mind dealing with the broken pieces and just being able to use. But in, in your book, you, you say you have this quote um, here, or a quote or what you, and that I thought was, it, it sparked so many things in my mind. Um, you talked about, um, it's in, um, it's like you. I was never okay with my physical and spiritual wounds and found in a way to temporarily silence the noise from the world. And so just want to deal with, mm-hmm. you know, that temporary silence um, that was found in, you know, in the church, in our place of worship, you know, from uh, from the world. Um, can you just expound on that um, for us today? Mm-hmm. Yes, um, during that period when I was... Um I uh, look back at the journal when I wrote um, about this place was that I I loved going um, to church and I love walking in church and and I would walk in the door and I, it was something about having that usher at the door that greeted me and I felt like when she embraced me um, that everything was gonna be okay. Um, I remember going and I went to church, and as soon as I pulled up on the parking lot, I felt like the angels was there greeting me. I felt like um, that it was like I was waiting to exhale. And when I got into church, and I felt that, that the prayers had already gone forth, and it was just as if the peace of God dwelled in that church. And it's so important as, as people of God that when we go to church, and, and I don't really, you know, it's just so important to me. I don't, when I go to church and the atmosphere has to be said, and I don't want to hear lobbying. I really come to hear what God is saying to me in my present state that I'm in. At time, I would go to church, and I, uh, the Lord was silenced. Because I was so focused, like, God, let the preacher say something. He may give me some direction of what I need to do when I step outside this door. Lord, I need a word from you, a word from man. I need a word. I don't need to see flesh. I want to hear a bunch hollering and screaming. I want to see your reflection. I want to hear your mind. Man's lips messenger of, of you and, and, and so that's where that came from is that there was a silence from the noise of the world they through pride I went through so much doing that span and season of my life that when I came to the house of God the Lord allowed a song to be sung a scripture to be read the word for to Even though time frame I said it was temporary, but the 
decision in amnesty. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God, my God. My, 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 you said so much. And, you know, even as you were talking about, I'm just at the text, you know, because of all I need for the glory and him just giving us, and um, it's just a time. And, and she said every time that place, every time she came in into the house of worship, every time she came to church. And, and I love a uh, woman of God because she said, I came expecting. And um, as I came ex- from God, God delivered, amen, in some form, shape, or fashion. I just absolutely love, absolutely love that um, woman of God. It's, a, it's another um, sentence that you have in, in, the, in, the, in your book um, that talks about, it says that Eve had more weight than her, amen. And that is just, uh, that's it uh, here. Um, you know, it, it it carries a lot, and it means it means a lot. Um, and if you can just expound on that, you know, for the for the listeners, um, potential readers um, of the book, um, because that is such a profound statement. Um, what happened in that, and and what the Lord was really dealing with me about is that. We as women, and and I really hate to use this, not hate, but really couldn't think of a, a, a another word. This chapter um, about we we act as damsels in distress. We we always are in distress about something. Um, we um, in a place where we make decisions based on emotions, um, and, and and so um, Eve was in that place. Um, and she will make a decision. Uh, it, sometimes we have to get delivered from our actions. We have to enter into a realm called security in God. And, and, and that peace um, will allow us to prophetically flow and make the sound decisions that will, we won't uh, later uh, feel like that we regret. And, and, and so um, the emotional piece of is that we have to learn how um, to keep a heart pure before God, and that motives have to be right. Um, and and that is a place that many of us really have to deal with of how do I deal with my emotions? Um, how do I overcome um, uh, discouragement in my emotions that causes me to lash out? assignments, um, how you are really deal with um, making progress in the in the kingdom when when I'm dealing with so much pain in this emotional place. How do I allow my faith not to be shaken when I am an emotional wreck? Um, so that means that sometimes we when we're emotional we go up with drama. Um, we're we're pregnant with the promise but the promise seems to be stagnated that leads us to um, becoming emotional. Um, when we want to take one step forward, we'll take two steps backwards. Um, sometimes we're in a boxing ring and the world is against us and, and, and Satan is playing unfair and he's throwing punches and, and he's out. However, God is saying that we have to get our emotions in place because he really wants to graduate 
husband to a place called winning and being victorious and, and, and being in a place where we're in perfect peace with God, that we're not drifting and allowing um, our emotions to make us drift off and wondering about everything else except for our purpose and our position and our destiny and our hope in God. And so we're wrestling with our emotions. And, and so um, and we're allowing our emotions to crip us from making uh, decisions in the kingdom. And, and so that's the place that we are working on in our women, and we really have to encourage our women that God bought us God brought us to a place, can't control our emotions. We can make wise decisions. We can communicate with God. We don't need to bargain with God. We just need to walk in God and, and, and be a new. All things have got to be passed away. Oh, glory to God. All things have to become new. And we can't ignore the warning signs. Come up that causes the seminar that we do. We talk about warnings that cause you to make emotional decisions, and have to really get over people. Love people from another zip code. If they are making you emotional and pulling you uh, with you, don't you? You get the spirit of people. Stop dragging dead weight of people around. Stop making self-centered decisions. So we have to deal with our emotions, have more credibility in the kingdom. You know, it bothers me that when I hear um, in leadership meetings that women are so emotional and they make emotional decisions. And I'm counteracting that and charging the, the women on this line listening is that we're counteracting that. Make sound decisions. We can talk like God. We can walk like God. We can make godly decisions without being so we can produce and can build. And that's really um, where we're charging our, our women to become is we Deborah's of of, of destiny. You know, leaders change agents to kingdom. That's a little bit about the principle there. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, this book is our pack. You know, even as just hear the wisdom, the outpouring of truth, Dr. Restle, on tonight, God, it's just absolutely, you know. Are you there? Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, you hear the, the, the outpouring of the wisdom of God in this house, in this woman of so full of um, revelational knowledge and strategies to help, you know, women overcome, to help um, women be who it is that God has called for for them to be moving from one's pain into purpose. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And, you know, even as she talked about, um, you know, um, not moving in our emotions, but coming 
in a place God want us to be in a place where we win where we're overcoming um our emotions where we are spirit amen and not in our flesh um our flesh are driven by emotions and um it is our flesh that causes us um to make those decisions but amen as we submit unto God as we continue to submit unto the Lord unto the Lord amen glory to God thank you Jesus we can walk in the spirit amen um hallelujah thank you jesus glory be unto god um you know in, in with this particular chapter you know god uses the broken pieces you know and making think about i'm fishing the five loads uh woman of god as you know that you know, jesus took when he then he was able to feed five thousand and so it, he was able to feed five thousand with um the broken pieces <laughs> And I was like, man, and, you know, as I'm meditating before the Lord and and, um, with reading your book, and, you know, he was giving me just a revelation of that, that, you know, and the broke pieces, the things that we have been through, um, that it is, that it has been for development, the things of the God in which he has called forth in our lives so that others can be healed others can be set free others can be delivered in the same way that he has developed us through the processes of the things in which we have inquired in life that you know even you know brokenness um amen glory to god the things that called us um to come in state of brokenness hallelujah um just was developing us for our purpose um and the things in which we would move in operates of god um and so we talked about the focusing of on the gift of pain on the gift of pain um in chapter four and you know with that pain that pain the agony the thing we went through that literally called purpose amen um for the lord and you talk about the Amen. Um, in 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 here, Joseph is, and how you talk about you know the different things that he went through and um, that appeared to be that spiral downward path um, that you know many of us would have like you know we'd have been going nowhere, but how it positioned him. So I want um, you, woman, God, to talk about that a little bit. Talk about um, that occurring and how. You know, even in the midst of what what was considered to be a tragedy, what could have been considered as a tragedy in his life, how he just held fast on the dream, focused on the dream in the midst of every scenario that he found himself faced with. Yeah, and this is, I love this this part of the book because it really talks a little bit about, and, and I really some of the last chapters about whatever you focus on will become your reality. And the book, um, Genesis 37, talks about Joseph. When Joseph dreamed, and when other people, siblings, began to hear about his dreams, um, and, and in my mind, I began to say, you know, I, I could see asking himself questions, what do I want to be? What do I want to do? What do I want to have? And why do I want it? And, and, I, and how he began to, what he wanted to do and, and what he wanted to be. And how um, his brothers plotted to kill him. And sometimes when we are sharing our stories and 
sharing our dreams. There are people out there that cannot count and the weight of your destiny, and they become bitter, and they become uh, destiny killers. And also, even though uh, he was in a place of bitter, the place that he was in that he was in made him better. That means that although we had we look at this story, it looks like a downward downward soul of life. He was so slavery. Um, he was sold. He was found in and, and and then, but God still activated His gift in this of Him being in a profound with people in and, and and I want to encourage the listeners and and to let us know that God will bring order even out of dysfunction to confusion. And how even even though he thought it was a bad place, he it, it, he didn't know how on his resume of life it, the story was going to end. God put him in a place where he interpreted a, a dream to a person that was in a leadership authority. Even though he was thrown in prison and times in life, we don't know how our stories are going to end. It started out rocky. It started out just you know, um, hopeless. It started in a way that you don't even know how you were going to win. But God was setting you up for promotion. You know, even in Joseph's story, uh, he began to be in a position that man thought may have thought that he did qualify for. But 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 God has a position, and God put him in place, even though he went through pain through so much pain through his siblings, you know, he had to go in place and walk his destiny, and he had to say, I am not afraid of where God is about to take me to, you know. His brothers intended it for his harm, but God intended it for his good and to save people, to be voice. So use Joseph as an example. You can't focus on your pain. You need to focus on your purpose. You need to get in position and use wherever God has you at right now as a place to glorify God and don't live in the past of your pain. That's the that you really need to walk away from tonight from this call is that it's important that you cannot live in your pain. You can't uh, procrastinate in your pain. You can't drift, hallelujah, 10 years in your pain. God wants you to have direction. God wants you to get up. Amen. Do you want God to do for you in your life? You know, Joseph would have never gotten into that position if his brothers would have never threw him in the pit. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. So, <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. If he would have never been in there, he wouldn't have never got tough. He would have never identified with his strength. Hallelujah. That should be motivation. Sometimes you need to stop thinking about why and thinking about where. Where is God to get where in God? God in sense out of pain. God is making sense and identifying your purpose in your pain. Mm. God, thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, thank you, God. She said, and hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. It's mm. destiny killers, you know, uh, out there. And, um, you know, the enemy will use whoever he can and, you know, 
I know that there's many out there that are dreaming. You've had dreams, and some people don't let um, let out about your dreams. And, and I'm just praying that even on this call on tonight, that even, amen, glory to God, your dreams are reactivated on the inside of you. She talked about how, you know, um, Joseph, in the midst of his adversity, his gift was activated on the inside of him glory to god thank you jesus in the midst of the trials the tribulation the struggle you know glory to god thank you jesus as he focused on his dream on his dream and i just dare somebody on tonight if you would just refocus amen shift your mindset shift your thought on tonight amen back on your dreams glory to god um, thank you jesus if you can take 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 your mind off of the pain glory to god on purpose um for those that are very familiar with the text with joseph you'll understand he had to be a he was uh, focus driven amen he was focus driven his purpose on that in which god had called forth in his life because no matter where he was as a slave he rose to the top as a prisoner he rose to the top amen Lord god thank you jesus so let us let us know that even in the midst of god of all your situations and circumstances, everything that you face, amen, you arise to the top as you kiss on your dream. You know, his dream told him that he was a leader, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus. He found himself nowhere, no matter where he was, being risen to leadership. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Glory be unto God. Amen. And she's talking about, you know, the places that we tread upon that, you know, it's really positioning us for to to move, to operate, to dwell in the in which God called for in our lives. That's our perception, perception, perception is everything. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm glory to God. I'm always have the perception where we're looking. Amen. We don't see a half empty glass. We always see that which is half full. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Knowing, hey, that that is more than enough to work with, to fulfill that destiny, to fulfill that purpose, to fulfill whatever it is that God has placed on the inside of you, the gift. Amen. To activate that gift. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, um, that God has called forth in you in this world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Your chapter five, it, the priceless gift, allowing um, pain to work for you, allowing pain to work for you. Amen. And and I just love that title. I, I really, really um, love that title. So if you can just kind of expound on that, woman of God, just a little bit for our listeners on tonight. Well, yeah, chapter, um, and I really love about the priceless gift um, is where I really the focus there is that um, sometimes in life we really uh, like to ignore pain um, instead of instead of changing that to pain has a purpose uh, in our lives. And, and once we understand pain has a purpose, uh, is that that's when the real ministry that God has a 
aligned to it and aligned in our lives will grow. Um, it's like go through it, you have to grow through that place. And where you can grow through that place. And your pain really is not for you. It's really uh, how to get through that place. And, and, and so that's what that is about. If we go back to Joseph, again, Joseph had to go through that place called pain because it produced him to be that God created him to be. Um, you know, so I really want to challenge um, the callers and the listeners on the line today. Don't waste your pain by becoming so self-absorbed in it. Make, make sure the pain, um, the, the new you and others around you may be identifying with that same type of pain. Um, I'll bring that um, Can you minister to? Always um, teach me enough. And at all of this point, can I while I'm dealing with this pain? You know, I don't want to be there. Having those traditions, um, your overreaction should be a healing process. So that you don't deal with the priceless gifts that will hurt you and hurt, hurt people, hurt others. And people going 10 years dealing with pain, we want them to get educated, inspired, and encouraged to help someone else over the pain, the priceless Amen. 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 You know, glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. I must just been an, an an awesome time hanging you know, hanging out with author Doctor Um Rochelle um resto um glory be unto god like i said it's a very very powerful book even as you hear um the woman of god you know just was you know the synopsis of what's in this powerful book i mean it is full of prayer it's full of steps and strategies of how to um, you know, um, the hurt the pain the disappointment the shame and you know how to build that relationship that you can operate as the gift that god has called forth in you um of life nobody wanted um your tears purpose um doc uh, rest provide um um the listeners you know um any last minute comments um that you would like to make um in addition to where they can find your how can they contact you? I definitely want to cut a seminar, a, a women conference, seminars and things of that nature. Y'all get the woman of God. Amen. Um, to come out and be part and share the wisdom that God has called forth in her. Amen. God, y'all get on her calendar quickly. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because I'm <laughs> telling you, I can just see God use this woman of God and, and taking this book, the message that's in it, and just using her as a vessel um, around the world, just healing and, and free. Um, the doors of Zion. So they're no longer stuck, no longer be bound, no longer being held in places of captivity. Um, in the name of Jesus, um, Doctor, I'm giving it over to you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate each of you staying with us on the net. We love each of you. And uh, closing thoughts is that you utilize it in seven um, spiritual nuggets for dealing with pain um, to 
activate and understand your pain and that you needed to activate the gifts within. And my declaration and my prayer is that with the help of the Lord, the chances are you will find yourself living life more triumphantly and that you will have a purposeful life in the earth realm and that you must improve and appreciate feedback that you have heard from your past or present and where you're going in the future. Make the vow, make the commitment today with me and the host that you refuse to go back to the place of pain, even when it gets hard, even when you don't want to drink the cup earth, even when the cross gets heavy, don't allow yourself to go back to a place that God wants to, wants you to stay delivered from. You can reach out to me at um, my site, www.drrichelleresto.org. Um, we also have uh, um, social media, um, Rochelle Resto. I'm on Instagram, Dr. Resto. Um, also, we have a spiritual disorder movement called These Empowerment Calls are going on every Tuesday. Um, we have different every, monthly, every Tuesday, every month, we have a different right now. The series that we have going on for the month of November is You're Anointed to Carry the Mantle. And in December, um, we have some wonderful, powerful speakers um, coming on, and they will be talking about bringing your future to your now. And then we also have a dream series going on with Apostle Norma Gray, and she is teaching us about 40 ways to enhance your spiritual vision and being a dream portal for God. So we're doing wonderful things out in the community. It's about God, not about us. And we ask that you look us up, um, help us, pray with us, and um, collaborate with us as we continue to do the work of the Lord. And remember, your tears have purpose. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, woman of God, before we leave, let me just ask a question. Um, I know at this time, I've definitely been well spent. Um, and I think we do thank everybody that have stuck with us. And um, and we just believe you're still there. Amen. Because um, the God, the spirit of the true living God is just releasing something um, for you. Um, but um, if can, can we take a few maybe questions or comments um, from the listeners, um, if it's okay with you? If not, we can definitely just close out the show for tonight, and they can just contact you via social media or website with any question comments that they may have. Oh, I'm, I'm Yes, over questions. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Um, glory to God. Um, thank you, Jesus. I just want to be respectful of the woman of God's time on tonight. And so um, for those uh, that are out on the radio platforms, um, you can definitely um, chat with us on tonight. You can put your questions, your comments in the um, chat area. It'll pop right over um, to you. And I will read your question here. For those that are on the line, you can hit star six and it will put you in the queue and I will just bring you forward uh, so that you can ask the woman of God um, a question. You can leave a comment, give a, a comment um, to her. Amen. Um, for God, thank you, Jesus. Son. 
So you can just dial star six and it'll put you right over in the queue and I will bring you forward. I'll let you um, write in um, so that you can personally ask you may have or any comment. Glory to God in that um, this broadcast, amen, um, has been unto you. Let us just utilize her to share the gift that she is, amen, a portion of her gift. <laughs> amen. I'm calling. You are live. So you could just get your name um, if you're from. And Can you hear me? Um, I'm oh. Can you hear the caller? I can hear her. Okay. I can. All right. Grayson Peace from Rockets, South Carolina. She has been in from a very powerful book of enlightenment and deliverance. And um, my, I don't have a, a question. Basically, I'm just to state that and he sent his word to heal them, and certainly um, the power of the Holy Spirit has released the word in um, Dr. Russell, and it is a word of healing. And so tonight, I uh, commend her on the excellence of bringing forth this breathing over the airwaves tonight, and I wanted to encourage every listener that may be listening live or may even have the potential to listen to the playback to certainly receive the word of the Lord from God's vessel, and um, Because you know our job is not to capture the words what God's saying, um, but it's relevant and for the platform where scribes have the opportunity to glean from one another. And so certainly that's what I did tonight. So bless you to, and God bless you to um, this wonderful one that I am happy to call a daughter of mine. Amen. Amen. Bless you, woman. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Doctor, um, did you have any responding? Actually, I, I'm just honored by the word that came from my mentor, and, and I'm so elated. And those words come from her, and I, I'm gleaming um, from that in my life. And I tell it's about it's about me. It's uh, dealing with that just is grateful that the listeners and, and hearing the words of them, um, Dr. Gray, it's just, um, just that's my heart. Glad. I'm very happy tonight. Thank you. Mom. Amen. Um, glory to God. So bless you, woman of God, and thank you so much for listening and um, hanging out at the Scribe Hangout on tonight um, with us and just, um, you know, um, hearing outpour of God through the woman of God tonight um, as well so mighty one of God um, listener 4486 your last four digits on the scribe hangout I'm seven years old and I'm a widow and I was in a bank 
place. I was mm. crying. I was so with emotions. That was me. But tonight I got my deliverance after. Oh, I got my deliverance listening. We can't live out my emotions. Deliverance and listening to you talk about uh, chapter four. I have read the book. I told people about the book, but I got my deliverance tonight. waiting on you, doctor. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I was sitting here, <laughs> I was sitting here and, and overseer um, Dolores Allen calling from Fort Washington, Maryland, for being on the line with us. And, you know, I was just really, um, I'm very humbled to um, have you 77 years old, still using social, and to know that you're still in the flow of the oil. And, and I'm glad that your tears have purpose and that you're still allowing God. You're not running ahead of God. You're running right in the direction of God and the oil of God. And the time is controlled by the move of God. And, and I'm so excited that now you have identified your purpose, understand your pain, and now you're walking in your destiny. So stay encouraged. Stay in the flow of the oil and continue to walk victoriously because you Amen. Thank you. Amen. My God, glory to God, Jesus. Bless you, bless you, um, Miss. Um, amen for the night hanging out at the scribes, hang out um, with us on tonight. Um, listen to the heart and the minds of the scribes. And I heard you say, you said, look, I read the book on site. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. From just at the interview, listening to uh, the different various components, how God just outpoured through the woman of God. Amen. And and that is just a part of why we have this hangout, this hangout with the scribes. Amen. To just get that inner, that deeper insight and step of what it is God has placed on the side of them. Um, amen. Continuous flow of blessings. So bless for staying with us and hanging out on tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Let me check our chat. Um, amen. And again, you can match six if you are um if you're on the line, you can match six and, and you'll come right in. Um Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Well I'll 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 put you in. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Glory to God. All cues are cleared. Amen. And so we bless God for that. Again, we just want to continue to thank every last one of you for hanging out at Hangout as we have just been hanging out with none other than the author, Dr. Rochelle Resto, as we have been her book, 
the gift of life nobody wanted amen and the scribes hang out and we look for hanging out with you amen every thursday night at 9 30 p.m with the scribes right here the kingdom influencers network we unlock the scroll within you in jesus name it has surely been a blessed time and we're gonna go in the love the joy the anointing of amen our holy savior who is none other than jesus christ and it is in his most holy and majestic name that we have been in the scribes hangout amen amen and a